Welcome to podcasts recorded live at the Center for Spiritual Living in Portland, Oregon. Listen past the end of the podcast to find out more about our spiritual center and ways that you may collaborate with us. Oh, what a glorious day it is. And thank you to each of you for being here. We are in our series featuring Mary O'Malley's book, What's in the Way is the Way. And we're learning that the storyteller in our mind is a voice of struggle, and its foundation is fear. Now, many of us are familiar with the word fear as an acronym. For example, fear, false evidence appearing real. Fear, face everything and recover. Well, today I'm inviting you to embrace three acronyms that help us shift our thinking from fear to an empowering thought. Today I'm inviting each of us to embrace fear as an acknowledgement of our human experience exactly as it is, that these acronyms help us to provide an opportunity to reawaken to our innate sense of ease and wellness and well-being, and that fear as an acronym is a reminder to our storyteller, you are retired. So what are these three acronyms? Fear, face, everything, and recognize. You are not alone. We'll be identifying the false belief, the one primary underpinning that is the root cause of so many thought hurricanes like Reverend Larry referred to last week. And we'll have an opportunity to see how this one false belief feeds upon itself. Also, fear, face everything and remember. Face everything and remember to practice the presence. We heard Sean in our opening spiritual mind treatment express the presence of oneness. Well, we'll be taking a look at a way that we can step out of our thought hurricane that is fear-based and make a conscious choice to step into and reawaken our natural sense of ease and well-being that resides at the core of our being. And third, Fear, face everything and renew. Face everything and renew your mind. We'll discover a way to extend an invitation for a meet and greet with our higher wisdom self. So let's get started on our adventure of you are not alone. So first, face everything and recognize you are not alone. Any of us who have studied the science of mind understands that the foundational principle of science of mind is the principle of oneness. Ernest Holmes said it very, very succinctly. There is one life, that life is God, that life is my life 
now, right here, right now. And that life is each of our lives. There is only one life. There is absolutely no separation. While our author, Mary O'Malley, calls this one life intelligence, presence, unified field. And guess what? It doesn't matter what any of us call it. What is important is that we face everything and recognize you are not alone. Recognize that the intelligence, the presence, the unified field, the source is omnipresent. It is right where we are, wherever we are, in whatever situation we are in, it is available for supporting us in absolutely everything. Well, in our featured book, there is an encouragement and an assurance that we are not alone and that we are fully supported even if we don't recognize it. So here's what our author, Mary O'Malley, shares. The first and most important step of turning towards your experience rather than being lost in it is to recognize you are not alone. There is an intelligence that is with you every step of the way. If intelligence isn't the right word for you, you may resonate with presence or guides or God or beloved or wisdom self or angels. All allude to the same truth, that you are not walking the path by yourself. You just think you are. So even though you may not recognize it, there is support that has always been with you and always will be. And so it's important that we recognize that we are not alone. And so what's keeping us from recognizing that we're not alone? For what reason are we not turning towards intelligence, presence, united field, whatever you want to call it? in our time of need? For what reason are we allowing the storyteller in our mind to create hurricane thoughts based in fear? Well, there's one foundational belief, the underpinning, the root, the source, that sets off a whole cycle of false beliefs. And what is this belief? It is a belief in separation. It's the belief that says, I am separate. And this single false belief feeds a vicious, circular continuum of thought hurricanes. Now, I could talk about this a lot, but I think we might get a better understanding if we see this in action. So let's take a look. Our first primary false belief is I am separate from life. Now it may show up, our storyteller has many different versions. It may show up as there is no life, there, I'm not part of life, I, whatever, I don't belong, but the very fundamental false belief is I am separate from life. So I'm going to place this here. Because I am separate, life 
is not safe. It is not safe. Variations might include life is hard, life is dangerous, life rejects me, life is not fair, I can't count on anything, something bad will happen and there's not enough. And because life isn't safe, I need to control life. And what does that look like? I must cling to what I do want. I must resist that which I don't want. I'm in charge. I am the best. I must control you. You will not control me. It's your fault. I will be happy when. And because I must control life, oh, I must do it right. It's important. If I'm controlling life, I must do it right. And this shows up, I must be perfect, I must be cool and together, I must be on top of it, I must be doing it right, it's not okay to make a mistake. I must please you. I will be what others need me to be. I have to be the best, I am better than you. I have to do it all myself. And because I must do it right, oh my goodness, I'm not doing it right enough. Oh, I'm too much. I'm not enough. Everybody else is doing it right. I'm not trying hard enough. I should have done it differently. It's not working. I'm scared. I should be happy. I should be grateful. I'm not living up to others' expectations. I don't know how to do my own life. This will keep on happening. And because I'm not doing it right enough, I'm wrong. And because I'm wrong, I'm worthless, I'm stupid, I'm a failure, I don't belong, I won't ever be able to get it together, I'm a loser. How many of us remember that? I'm a loser. I hate myself, I'm, I am a mistake, I have no value, I'm helpless, I don't fit in. I missed my chance. Oh, do you see how busy our storyteller is in our mind? Ooh, told you it was vicious. All right. And because I am wrong, I am unlovable. I'm not worthy. I'm not good enough. Nobody likes me. Nobody will take care of me. I don't deserve this. No one really loves me. I never feel loved. Ooh. Oh, mercy. And because I'm unlovable, I'm alone. I'm lonely. I'm depressed. Things will never change. This will last forever. I will never get what I need. I'm trapped. I don't fit in. I feel left out. No one cares if I live or die. There's no hope for me. There's no way out. And because I am alone, I am separate. And because I am separate, Life is not safe. And because life is not safe, I must control life. And because I must control life, I must do it right. And because I must do it right, oh, I'm not doing it right enough. And because I'm not doing it right enough, guess what? I'm wrong. And because I'm wrong, I am unlovable. And because I'm unlovable, I am alone. And because I'm alone, I'm separate. Does anyone else want to just shout, stop? Let's do it. Stop. Oh my goodness, can you see how vicious our storyteller can be? 
oh my goodness, it leaves us anxious and fearful and frightened and exhausted. <sighs> so let's stop. Let's take a deep breath. Hold and exhale. And let's take another deep breath and exhale. And in this sense of calmness and well-being, let's observe ourselves as a center point of radiant light. And from that space, let us breathe a center point of radiant light. Let's do a, ah. And now let's proceed with our You Are Not Alone adventure. I have a question. Did anyone else feel some tension arising in your body as this circle kept amping up? Did anyone else maybe feel their heart starting to beat a little faster, feel the stress of it? Well, that's what happens when we allow our storyteller to run rampant, all based on false beliefs. So can we see from this illustration, from this thought hurricane, the importance of face everything and recognize you are not alone? Can we see the importance of letting go of the false belief, I am separate from life. Let's declare our oneness with life in a call and response. This is easy, easy. So I'll say the first line, you repeat it. There is one life. That life is God. That life is my life right now. Oh, I want to hear it like you mean it. There's one life. There is one life. That life is God. That life is my life right now. Let's breathe. And ah. Oh. oh, do you feel that sense of well-being? Takes us right to our next acronym, which is face everything and remember to practice the presence. One of the many things I love about science of mind is that it doesn't just say, these are the principles, this is the dogma, this is what you must do. It shares the principles, and then it gives us practices so that we can actually experience the principle at work in our life. So if we hear about a principle, for example, the principle of oneness, I absolutely remember the very first time that I had an aha. It was in Foundations, week one, first hour, imminent God, transcendent God, one presence. I remember going, that's it, that's it, that's it, that's the piece I've been missing my whole life. I always knew it was out there. And I'm still learning what does that look like? What does that feel like in my life? So practicing the presence is a way that we can experience the principle of oneness in our life. It's a choice. 
And the stop that we just did is a technique we can use throughout the day. The way it works is that we set cues. It might be that we set our timer for every three hours. And we just go about our day, and when that timer goes off, we literally stop what we are doing, take a deep breath, observe ourselves as a radiant center point of radiant light, breathe from that perspective, and then proceed with our day. So you might choose, remember when Reverend Larry talked about blue cars, and every time you see it, and you know, maybe that might not be a good idea if we're driving, and every time we see a blue car, we stop, take a deep breath. That might not be a good idea. But choose a cue that works for you. I know I love to walk, and when I saw those daffodils yesterday, I was like, ah, oh, and I did stop, and I took a deep breath, and I just observed the beauty of it all. So you do what works for you. Now, here's what stop helps us to do. It stills our mind. I mean, we saw the rat race here. We saw the chaos. We saw the fear escalate. So it stills our mind. It helps us to breathe deeply. Our author has given, given us three sets of words. In, out, deep, slow, calm, ease. You use what works for you or use all three. But as you breathe in and out and then deep and slow and then calm and ease. You use what works for you. Stop also helps us to open our awareness to the now moment. Now, why is the now moment important? It's our point of power. It's where we get to make a choice. That's where our creative power exists. And we get to observe life from a higher perspective. We get to observe life from the divine presence that resides at the core of our being. So in essence, stop is an opportunity to withdraw our focus from the outside world, the appearances of chaos, the thought hurricanes, and all of the messiness that goes with that, and go within to a place of peace, calm, serenity, strength, courage, all of it available within. And it's an opportunity to remind our storyteller, you are retired. Now, recently I came across a contemplative question and I stopped and I was like, wow. The question was, what happens when I stop seeking something more, better, or different? What happens when I stop seeking something more, better, or different? Well, I don't have the answer for that for each and every one of us. I know what it did for me. It was suddenly there was a sense of acceptance. There was a sense of I can move forward from this. Everything was much calmer. So I encourage you to use the stop method and stop seeking something more, 
better or different. Just when you're in that thought mode, stop, take a deep breath, observe from your higher wisdom self, breathe into that moment, and then proceed with your activities. And what could happen if we actually stopped seeking something more, better, different, Is it a possibility that we might face everything and recognize we are not alone? Is it a possibility that we might face everything and remember to practice the presence and in so doing discover that we are a center point of radiant light? Well, I don't know. It's a possibility. Could be. I encourage you to try it out. And guess what? That's your at-home activity to practice the stop technique. Set a cue, go through your day. Every time you see that cue or hear that cue, stop, take a deep breath, observe from your higher wisdom self, breathe from that space, and then proceed with your activities. And I welcome hearing your your experience. So that leads us to our third acronym. Face everything and renew. Face everything and renew your mind. And this is where we have that opportunity to invite our higher wisdom self to a meet and greet. Well, our higher wisdom self awaits the ask. And so it's there. It's available to us. But it's awaiting your invitation for a meet and greet. So science of mind teaches that our life is deeply rooted in the one mind of God. And Ernest Holmes shares and invites us to think of this like a tree. A tree has a root system that is underground and is invisible from where we are looking at it. Now, this root system is its source of nurturance and support. And if it does not access that source of nurturing, it does not flourish. Well, guess what? Our life is deeply rooted in the mind of God. It is a rich resource of infinite intelligence, infinite potential, all wisdom, all love, all life, all light. It's all available to us. And yet, it awaits the ask. And so it's up to us to extend an invitation. Now, how does this work? We ask for help using open-ended questions and not trying to figure out the answer in our mind. Now, it's important that we formulate life-affirming questions. So, for example, I do not recommend saying, why can't I? Because guess what? Our higher wisdom self is going to begin searching for the 1,001 ways why you can't. Because it always says yes. So the kinds of questions that are empowering is, what is my highest and best good in this situation? What brings me joy? How can I be in service doing that which I love to do? What is the highest and best for all the people? We continue to ask these affirming questions 
and we allow our higher wisdom self to bring us the answer. And I'm going to share an example of how I know this works. It's not a rational process. It's not a logical thinking activity. In the announcements, I shared the connection circle vision statement. The way that statement evolved was the entire team, our heart center team, came together and we went through the visioning process. We asked life-affirming questions. Questions like, what is the highest and best for the Winter 2022 Connection Circle Series? What is the highest and best for everyone involved? Who and what must I become for this vision to be realized? What must I embrace? What must I release? Is there anything else? Each person on the Heart Center team went through that process. Then we broke up into small breakout rooms and the collective wisdom began to be shared. Then we came back into a large group and we facilitated and worked and refined. And you know, one of the things that our author tells us is that you will know from a deep sense of knowing when you've gotten the answer. And all I can say is that I can assure you that there were a lot of, well, what about this word? What about this word? No, this word is right. No, this word. And when the last phrase was added, love is the way, it was like click. There was a hush. We were all on Zoom, but there was a hush and it was just kind of like, that's it. This is the wisdom that is available to guide us every single moment, but we must ask. We must be willing to ask the questions. So we must face everything and renew our mind by asking empowering questions. So let's do a quick summary here. Our storyteller is a voice of struggle and it's based in fear. We saw that in our little enactment here. We introduced three acronyms that these acronyms help us shift our thinking from fear as in perpetuating this cycle of fear to fear as an acronym that acknowledges our human condition right the way it is, embraces our natural sense of ease and well-being, and reminds our storyteller, you are retired. So let's review those three acronyms. Face everything and recognize you are not alone. There's one life, that life is God. And whose life is that? That life is my life, yes, excellent. Acronym number two, face everything and remember to practice the presence. Our at-home activity is to use the stop technique and begin to observe from your higher perspective. And then acronym number three, face everything and renew your mind. Give your higher wisdom self an invitation for a meet and greet. Be willing to ask for help in the form of empowering questions and allow your intuitive wisdom self to bring forth from a field of infinite possibility, lavish potential, unlimited resources, that which can guide us forward 
because love is the way. And then there's just one more thing. Celebrate a retirement party for your storyteller. <laughs> Celebrate a retirement party for your storyteller. Let us pray. Oh, yeah, we're letting go of that storyteller. Yep, that storyteller is in retirement. And in this now moment, we recognize that one power, that one presence, that one mind of infinite intelligence, it is life itself. It is all life, all that is seen, all that is unseen. The space is in between that which is seen. The space is in between that which is unseen. There is one life. And I am of it. My life is deeply rooted in the mind of God. There is no separation. I am of it. Its life is my life. Its intelligence is my intelligence. Its wisdom is my wisdom. And as it is true of me, it is true for each person who is hearing this prayer, each an individualized expression of the one mind, deeply rooted in the one mind. And so I claim and affirm and I speak my word for and about each person that there is a willingness to schedule a retirement party for their storyteller, to say, guess what, you are retired. Fear no longer lives in my mind. You are not welcome here. And oh, the joy and the exuberance that is welcome as we remember and we embrace, face everything and recognize each of us is not alone. Face everything and remember to practice the presence. It is always available. Face everything, and renew our mind. I claim and affirm a deep abiding willingness to open to that influx of spirit and to allow it to guide us forward, always remembering love is the way. And I'm so grateful for this truth. God is all there is. God is fully present and always giving of itself. Love is the way. I place my word into the activity and action of the law, knowing that the law always says yes. And so together we say, and so it is. Awesome job, everyone. Oh, so delightful to see each of you. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast. If you happen to be in the Portland, Oregon area, we'd love to have you visit in person. The Portland Center for Spiritual Living is located at 6211 Northeast Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard. We have inspirational services at 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. every Sunday. We also have many programs, classes, and workshops developed just for our online audience. To find out more, go to our website at cslportland.org 
and look under the online tab. We have a variety of content dedicated specifically for our podcast listeners. Our mission is to open hearts, ignite minds, and make a difference. If you'd like to support our center and its podcasts, you can donate online at cslportland.org slash donate. Our website is also the place to learn more about what's going on at the center or to contact us. Allow us to become part of your extended spiritual community. Wherever you are on your spiritual journey, you are most welcome at the Center for Spiritual Living.